have this Rails application here, which lists many articles, and I would like to add some search functionality to this page here. Now, since these articles are primarily text-based content, I should use some kind of full text search engine. Now, I've covered this in past episodes. In episode number 120, I showed you how to do this using Thinking Sphinx, and in number 278, I showed you how to do this using Sunspot with Solar. Now, in this episode, though, I want to show you another technique using Elasticsearch. Now, Elasticsearch is a full-featured search engine which is built on top of Apache Lacene, so in that way, it's much like Solar. Now, it features a really nice REST API and that communicates entirely over JSON. Now, this isn't Ruby-specific, so I'm going to be using a Ruby wrapper to communicate with Elasticsearch here. And that Ruby gem I will be using is called Tire. Now, this can be used in any Ruby project. It's pretty generic, but it also has some nice model functionality to make it easy to integrate into a Rails application. It even has this command right here that you can run to set it up because it provides a nice template for creating an example Rails application. So let's start by running this command. So I'll just paste in this command here, and this will generate a new Rails application setting up Elasticsearch and Tire. And notice that if it doesn't detect Elasticsearch running, it can install it and download it automatically for you and set it up just for this application for this example. So that's really nice. Once that command finishes running, just point your browser to localhost port 3000, and you get this nice example application here where you can perform a query search and find the related record. It's pretty basic, but serves as a nice example and starting point for experimenting with Elasticsearch. By the way, the source code for this template here is worth checking out as well. It's a neat example of what you can do through a Rails application template. Now that example app is great, but how do we set up Elasticsearch entire in an existing application like I have here? Well, let me show you. The first step is to install Elasticsearch. Now, if you have Homebrew installed, this is a simple brew install Elasticsearch command, and you can check out the Elasticsearch website for details on other installation options. And once that finishes, it provides some instructions on launching Elasticsearch, so I'm going to start it up using this command right here. And this will uh, start up the server on port 9200, and I can communicate that to that manually if I want through the JSON REST API. But we are wanting to communicate through that using Tire. So going inside of my Rails application here, I can add Tire to the gem file here and then run the bundle command to install it. And then we can add Tire to any model that we want to search by by including these two modules right here. So going to my article model, I'll just paste in those two modules here. The first one here adds various search and indexing methods. The second one here adds a few callbacks so when the article is created, updated, or destroyed, it automatically updates that index. Now I already have some existing article records, so those won't be indexed at the beginning, but they're all defined inside of my database seeds file that I have set up here, so I can just reload the seeds file and it will automatically index them when it creates the records. So I could do that really fast by running the rakedb setup command, and that will recreate the database and load up all the data from the seeds file, including automatically indexing it. So now that these articles are indexed, it's time to add a field here for searching these articles. So here's what that index template looks like, which is listing the articles. And because the uh, field here is so simple, I'm just going to paste in the code that's necessary to add the search field. You can see I'm using form tag here, going to the articles path, which is the same index action with a git request, and then have a query field here for the user to type in their keywords. 
Now when that search form gets submitted, it's going to trigger this articles controller index action here, which is currently just fetching all the articles. But instead we need to add an if statement here just to check if the query parameter is present. And if it is, we want to do a search instead of actually fetching all the articles. So to do a search on the articles, Tire provides a class method called search, which you can just pass in a query string to, and it will do all the searching behavior for you. So now let's try this out. I'll reload the page here. There's our search form. I'll try typing in a keyword here. And then when I submit the form, I get this exception saying undefined method nil.size. And so this is happening where I'm calling article.comments.size, which is displaying the number of comments inside of that article. You can see right here, displaying the number of comments for the article. So for some reason, our associations aren't working on our found articles. Now the reason this is happening is because Tire tries to minimize access to the database. When you call article.search here, what's being returned are not the actual active record models. It's just a found result set in Tire and the attributes are based off of what's inside of the search index. But because of the search index does not know anything about the comments association, it doesn't know how to set that up. So to fix this, what we could do is pass in the load as true option here and that will tell Tire to actually load the records off from the database so that we're getting actual active record models instead of the uh, simple Tire result set. And so now when I try reloading this page here, it works. We don't get any more exception, and we just get the articles back that match the keyword I typed in here. Now ideally, it would be nice if all the data we need is inside of the search index, so we don't even need to call load as true and fetch the records from the database, that way we can just display them immediately based off the data we get from Tire. But I'm not covering that here, I'll cover that in the next episode. What I wanna show you next though is how we can further customize a search query by passing in additional options. And I like to do that by defining a class method inside of the model. So inside of this article model, I like to redefine the search class method here and just have it accept the params hash that the user passes in. Now, since we're overriding the search method here, in order to access the search method on tire, what we can do is call tire.search, and that will access the same method that we accessed from the controller. But instead of passing options directly into here, what we can do is pass in a block, and that way we are able to further customize with more options. For example, in order to pass in the search query, what we can do is call query, and pass it a block, and then call string inside of here, and pass it in the search string that the user types in, in this case, the query parameter. But we only wanna do that if the per query parameter is present so that it doesn't raise any exceptions. Now we still need to pass in that load is true option, so that's something we would have to do on the search call. We could just pass in load and set it to true here. So this means back in the controller, we can simplify this to be one simple call to article.search and then passing in the params hash, and that will do all the behavior that we had in here. So now reloading this articles page here still works and passing in an empty string here works as well, displaying all the articles here. Now there is one article that is showing up here that I don't really want to, and that is this upcoming article, which has a publication date of sometime in the future. So how do I change the search results so that it doesn't show articles which have yet to be published? And to do this, I just need to add a filter to the search block here inside of the model. So I'll just add a new call to filter here and the first argument I need to pass here is the type of filter I want. In this case, I want a range filter, and then I just need to pass a hash saying what attributes I want to set. So I can filter by the published at, 
a date time column, which is going to be um, automatically indexed by tire. And then I can pass any additional options in here as well, such as it should be less than or equal to the uh, current time. And that way it'll only show up if an article has already been published. So now I can try reloading this page. Watch this upcoming article here. As I hit reload, notice it disappears because it's not published yet. Now you may be wondering, how do I know which various options I can pass to our search to further customize it? And there's quite a bit of documentation on this, but it's rather scattered. I recommend starting at the tire readme here. Um, the beginning may be a bit confusing because it talks about indexing and making a mapping, which you don't really have to worry about at the beginning because we're doing dynamic mapping. And uh, that's something you'll probably want to configure later on. And, but it does talk a bit about searching here as well. And there's also some additional annotated documentation here that Tire provides, which you should probably check out as well. Now, most of Tire's options map one-to-one -one with Elasticsearch. So it's a good idea to check out the guide here for more extensive documentation. For example, if we check out the query DSL, there's an entire section here on filtering down here. And there's even a range filter option here, which is what we used in this example. And you can see that there's a whole list of options which you can pass into a ranged filter. And the code snippets are in JSON, but really they do map pretty much one-to-one -one with what you're doing inside of Tire. In the pro episode this week, I'm going to continue our look into Elasticsearch in more depth, showing you how to do more complicated queries, customizing the indexing, and even how to do faceted searches. To watch that episode and all other pro and revised episodes, just head on over to railscast.com pro and then sign up there for just $9 per month.